Welcome back to Vision in the Valley. So the first season called Born was a miniseries and it gave a story or history of how the podcast came to be. And I share with you the dreams that started this whole thing and that they've always been a part of my life. And in these dreams early on, my throat would always be burning or like on fire. And then later it became that I'd be speaking in my dreams and then and then all of a sudden my mouth would be sealed, closed, or I'd be able to move my mouth in the dreams, but they would there would be something in my mouth, whether it would be fluid or noodly things. And it's it's gone through a progression. And there's an episode uh, entitled Speak Child. And that's what it's really about. It's It was finally, oh, I get it. I'm supposed to share my dreams and thereby finding my voice and also walking in my purpose. And that's just how amazing God is that when you do the one thing, it flows into the next evenly that way. So during this progression, I could see in my dreams that 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 thing that would be holding my mouth so first it would be like a sealed shut like you'd almost have it sewn shut you'd try to move your mouth and you couldn't right it went from that to it being like liquid that kind of liquid thing and the thing about the liquid is that it would be kind of gooey too so you'd never really get to the end of it there was always more like I'd try to pull it out of my mouth so I can keep talking or yell for help or whatever it was that I was trying to do and I could never get to the end of a thing and I, I, I'm going to stop here because I was talking to my oldest daughter about this the other day she had a dream similar where she had this gooey type of thing happening with her mouth when she was in her dream and so I shared with her what I'm going to share with you at the end. And I'm I'm really curious because I'm wondering, I, I know that I'm not the only one experiencing these different things. I wonder if it's all like in progression like mine was because after the, the, the gooey thing, I started to get more like, uh, well, noodly, noodly stringy thing. Like it wasn't gooey anymore, but there was a lot of, you know, strings to it. And I'm trying to pull it and at different times or different stages, in my life that would be happening and I'm trying to pull. And again, if it's noodly, it's still in all these different places. You're not, you're not getting to the end of it. And so then I progressed to it being like a solid mass where I'm thinking, okay, I can see the progression in this, right? It's still something preventing me from speaking. And then that one dream that I shared with you guys, which is a very, um, interesting that I think that's the one that was called the birthing room in season one that mini series because when I couldn't speak oh there was a solid mass I just ended up leaping and my leap became my testimony but I could see that this is this is progressing and I'm going to be able to eventually like get my hand around the whole thing get it out of there so to speak and so that was my thought for the whole thing well a couple of weeks ago, I had I hadn't had that dream or any dream like that in a long time. And the one thing that I learned to do in each of those instances 
is to continue moving, trying to stretch my mouth and moving as if I was still speaking. And instead of just talking or yelling for help, I started to pray. So even even in my dreams, I'm praying up a storm. I'm like, you know, I'm in my sleep praying. So when I wake up in the morning, it's like I got prayer on my lips. It was just, it's funny how it all happened, but it became a way of life. So I no longer became afraid. That thing that used to make me afraid to not be able to speak was a frightening experience. It's kind of similar to those people who feel like maybe they're trapped, like they can't get away. They're trying to run and they can't get away because someone's holding them back. And that makes you anxious and makes you fearful. So I turned that into an empowering moment, even from a spiritual sense, and it's just taken off, right? So now, a couple weeks ago, I have this dream and I don't remember the parts around it. All I remember is that I felt that little, that cough where I was going to be unable to speak. And in that moment, I coughed up this thing in its entirety. There was no lingering bits and pieces. It was all out, right? So I'm in this dream and I, I feel it coming up. I can, you know, if you listen to my dreams or me talking about my dreams, I, I'm very specific about smell, taste, feel, all this stuff, sights, the colors and all this. So I cough it up and I'm like, I'm aware that it's all gone. I can feel that it's all gone, right? So I'm like, yes. And I have it, I've coughed it up and I have it in my hand. It, it actually is in both of my hands, right? And I'm on the street. I'm not like at home or in somewhere private. I'm, I'm on the street walking somewhere. But when I cough, when I cough it up, I, I see two things. One, it's this black liquidy, like it's a solid mass, right? But there's, it's a very shiny film on it kind of mucusy type thing, you guys. I, I hate to get gross on you, but that's just to give you the whole experience. It's like that jelly kind of thing, but you could tell that there was it was filled with something. The other part is that while I held it in my hands, it was dripping um, this black like residue, like oily or whatever, through my fingers. And I remember saying, oh, I've got to show this to, and I had a couple people in mind, my trusted uh, sources, I wanted to show them, like, I've been telling you guys, this thing was preventing me from speaking. I want to, you know, I'm going to hold on to it and show these people that this is true. It wasn't just me talking. Here is the evidence of it, right? So I'm walking around with it and I'm trying to get to, you know how dreams are. You, you never really get to a place you want to go to, right? It, or is that just me? But I'm looking for the people I'm trying to find and I, I don't see them. And meanwhile, like I said, I'm on the street. So there are all kinds of people out there looking at me and I, I see their faces, right? I see them. I see them looking at me and them like frowning, like, like what's up with her? And I looked down the last lady that looked at me she gave me the once over and then she looked like toward my hands and I'm like, I already knew what she was looking at. Right. Cause I got this mass in my hands, dripping, oozing this black stuff. Right. And then I'm, I'm very careful with it. Mind you, I'm holding it like it's my baby because I don't, I'm being ginger with it. I don't want to drop it because I want the evidence to be solid when I get there and it's heavy. So I know there's, it's filled with something and I want to 
open it up in front of these witnesses, right? Because if I open it up and there's something crazy going on inside of it, I I would be by myself. I wouldn't have a witness. I'm I'm holding it and being ginger. And when I'm getting these looks and stares, I decide to bring it closer to my body because I don't want anybody to come up and like smack it out of my hand or, you know, I don't want to drop it. It is is drippy, right? Oozy. So I, I, I pull it closer to me and now I know I'm ruining my clothes because it's got, I'm sure it was, if, if it were staining my hands, it certainly would be staining my clothes. So now I got these looks because now I got this stuff coming off my clothes. But I insist on holding it because I need to show these people that I've been talking to what was inside of me that I've been telling them. I knew it was something holding me back. <laughs> you know, I had to get rid of. I, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And as as I kept on my journey, the tumor, if you will, became smaller. It was still there. It was still massive, but it, it certainly was smaller than when it had first come out. Because some of it, if you think about it, some of it had dripped through my fingers as I was holding it. And some of it had been stained my blouse or whatever I had, you know, my clothes. So it made sense. And I woke up after that. And I'm sure I went into another series of dreams like I always do. But I got the revelation really quickly. And it's about deliverance. So I had been talking to you guys and talking to in real life, talking to you guys and in, in, in real life, talking with friends before I even started the podcast about this burning sensation and about speaking and not being able to speak. And then I started the podcast and I found that people were listening to it and getting their own revelations out of it, getting some of what I had shared as a revelation and even finding their own revelation in the midst of what I was sharing with them, which is amazing. And on top of that, it gave me a voice. It gave me a purpose. It gave me my purpose. All of this is working together, right? Wonderful. So we're talking about, I've seen progress in my waking life as well as progress in this in these dreams because I've gone from not being able to get a handle on it to it transforming into something I can get my hands around to ultimately it it's come up in its entirety. Now I've dreamt this kind of dream my entire life. So to get to the finality of it all, like all of it is out. If I should ever have a dream like that again, I'll know that it's possible to get rid of the whole thing like I did this time around. And I'm hoping that I'll never have to go through that part again because it's all up. But here's here's the thing, you guys. The thing that I have been delivered from, the essence of my struggle, I had been delivered from. And instead of coughing it up, looking at it, that's okay to look at it, but getting rid of it immediately, instead of getting rid of it immediately, I held it. I held it. And then I, I held it, what, gingerly. Then then I got nervous, brought it closer to my chest. So not only did, was I ruining my beautiful manicure, right? Now I'm, I'm ruining my clothes because it's important to me to show someone else the deliverance. So I'm walking around with both hands full of something that I don't need. So I'm not in a position where I can receive anything good or even talk about anything good. My hands are full of nonsense. 
of garbage, of something I've been delivered. I'm doing air quotes right now, you guys. Delivered from. But I'm holding on to it. And then the last revelation I got was when the Lord delivers you from something, he does it not just not just for you. That deliverance is supposed to be a victory for you and whoever else is watching. So the folks in that dream who were watching me, now I just got delivered from this thing I've been talking about. I've been suffering from in real life. In real life, I've had these dreams all of my life, right? So here I am in this dream, walking around with the thing on the outside. It was on the inside before, but now it's on the outside of my body. So instead of people looking at me and like, what is she smiling about? Why is she full of joy? What do they see? The thing. They see the thing. They see that black tumor dripping with whatever stuff was there. That's what they see. And then they see it. Oh, now it's all over her shirt. It was probably on my my mouth from coughing. But that's what they see instead of seeing me walk down that street, skipping and singing and, and, and praising God because I've been delivered from that thing. So I ask you today, what have you been delivered from? What has he delivered you from that you're still holding on to? And then why? Because for me, it was to share with someone else. I, see what I told you? I, I, I told you there was something here. That, that's not what deliverance is about. Deliverance is, is about showing the victory of a thing. So the proof is in the walk, is in the smile, is in the joy. So I'm, I'm not going to hold you any longer. I think you get the message with this one, right? Empty the hands. Empty the hands. We, we will not treat what we've been delivered from gingerly. We will not bring what we've been delivered from closer to our chest. When the Lord delivered, it's been delivered and we'll leave it where we delivered it. And we'll move on into our victory. To God be the glory. I was too excited to share this message. What have you been delivered from and leave that thing behind? Because we got a lot of work to do in 2023. I can't wait to talk to you guys again.